Summer is officially here. Titan University's in full swing. I think it's day two, if I'm not mistaken. Yesterday was late registration. A little Kanye reference. Hey, look, we're going to break that down right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. I want to go over the PFF list. They ranked some of the 49er players. We're going to talk about it right here. And then I have a question for you. Can the 49ers win a Super Bowl without a top tier quarterback or maybe we have top tier quarterbacks i don't know we'll discuss it we'll break it down right here on the wayne breezy show stick around breezy this breezy that they know i'm gold-blooded i got the niners on my back you know and yeah. breezy this breezy that ain't nobody working like breezy and that's a fact over motivated is an understatement Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy, make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively nine of hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively nine of facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, the one and only Wayne Breezy. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Took a little break. Uh, and it's good to be back. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. I think it's Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. We're going to have some fun today. Uh, I can't wait to sit here and talk to you guys. I'm curious to know how you guys are feeling uh, about the situation with the 49ers. I think they're in a, in a great situation. Uh, and, and I really think that they really... Uh, my expectations for them is to win it all this year. So we'll, we'll break that down. Um, I'm dying to get to know what your expectations are. But before we do, I want to send a shout out to all the Breezy Bunch members right now. Man, Don't Bother Me is in here. Shout out to Don't Bother Me. All right. Thanks for tuning in, Jason. I uh, see you in here, man. You're definitely in our prayers, man. Shout out to my man Mike Eng is in the building. Christy, Chrissy, 1687 is in the building. My man Colin is in the building. Uncle Scott, what's going on, baby? Uncle Scott's in the building. Marty Marr, 49er Empire in the building. Niner, stay rich in the building. The one and only Tanisha's in the building. Uh, straight out of Compton, a crazy mother. I, see, I be paying attention. I be I be paying attention. What's going on? Joke is in the building. I see my man Taryn. My man Callie's in the building. Shout out to everybody. I know Peachy's going to be joining very shortly if she's not already here. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you. I appreciate the support through this offseason. Uh, let's get down to the show, man. It's not going to be a long one, but I will be opening it up for you guys. There's no new 49er news, all right? So we're going to talk about what's going on. Look, Titan University's kicked off. Uh, they had their registration on yesterday, and today will be day two. Now, I did see Sam Darnold. I didn't see Trey Lance in any of the videos that they released, uh, uh, if you're following Titan University on Instagram, but Trey Lance is expected to partake and the uh the quarterbacking events to throw into the tight ends and and, and what so forth and whatnot but sam darnold was there interesting uh sam darnold is going to get a little work in you know what i'm saying want to know what your thoughts about sam darnold throwing uh trey lance throwing man listen these are reps uh these are reps these are reps that they can get they're going to be throwing to different tight ends uh, i saw luke hinkley in one of the videos it was good to see see him out there former linebacker for the carolina panthers uh and at the 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 tight end day one that registration uh period they did the tight end of the year award the teu tight end of the year award you know what usually i don't do this but congratulations to travis kelsey who's tight end of the year do we know it though man do perform out you know he outperformed all the tight ends in in the league won a super bowl uh so congratulations to him but to me, I feel like I feel like Kittle, even though George Kittle is is part of the the threesome that put this to hey, I shouldn't I shouldn't say threesome. The three-headed monster that put this together, I believe it's uh uh Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and uh is it Olsen, uh former Carolina Panther tight end. 
Greg Olson. So I think they came together. They put this university together for Titans to come out there and, and get some early work in there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I see Melissa in the chat. What's going on, Melissa? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're enjoying summer day one. I believe this is the first day of summer as well. All right. Today's June 20, June 21st. All right. Shout out to Melissa. It's good to see you. What's going on, Eddie G? Troy's in the building as well. Those are Breezy Bunch Club members. Appreciate you guys. Um, so look, this is good, good news for, like I said, and uh, you know, when it comes to Trey Lance, when it comes to Sam Darnold, because they're gonna be getting live reps, uh, running routes, throwing routes, doing those different types of things with these tight ends. And they're gonna build some type of a rapport. And for Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, this is cool because it just so happens that the best damn tight end in the league is going to be there. And I'm talking about George Kittle. And he'll be catching some of those passes from his quarterbacks. All right. Shout out to my man, Eddie G. Seven months. Seven whole months he's been a member of the Breezy's Bunch Club, man. I truly appreciate it. He says, love you, Breezy. Love this community. Let's go. Yes, I'm going to use the button more often. It's an early show. I'm going to use that button more often. All right. So let's get down to that, man. Congratulations, man. I appreciate you, Eddie G. It's all good and popping over there, man. So that's tight end you, man. I definitely going to be on the lookout to see what, what, you know, some of these type of passes Trey Lance is going to be throwing. Sam Darnold as well. I let, let me ask you guys this question. All right. So. I, I really do like the 49ers quarterbacks. I feel like the 49ers have the best quarterbacks room in the league because when I look at them, they have three potential starters. They have, excuse me, they have three starting quarterbacks on their roster. Whereas some teams have elite quarterbacks and then backup quarterbacks and then rookie quarterbacks. And then some teams have quarterbacks and then old school veteran former starting quarterbacks that are now backup quarterbacks and you know but here are the 49ers right so they have the, the, the 49ers have to me not an elite group but if you look at the group they all can win right and they all can you know to me they all have potential of becoming elite if that makes any sense but I like the room, you know, between Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Sam Darnold, I feel like the 49ers put themselves in a situation to where if they ever, and I mean ever, ever, and, and so my man E-Nice is here. I'm sorry the phone lines don't work. E-Nice used to call in all the time. I can't get the phone thing to work. E-Nice says, we said that last year, but we did last year as well. What ended up happening last year, though? E-Nice, let's look at it. Trey Lance gets injured week two. Jimmy Garoppolo gets injured midseason. And then Brock Purdy gets injured in the most important game of the year. But the room was elite. And we didn't even know what Brock Purdy was able to do. Now that we know what Brock Purdy can do, the 49ers have three starting quarterbacks on their roster, opposed to not having three starting quarterbacks. Most teams, there's not one team in the NFL, I don't think, have three starting quarterbacks. I just, I just don't. And, and, and God forbid we ever put ourselves, and we don't put ourselves in this situation, but if we ever find ourselves in that type of predicament, right, that type of situation where the quarterback's just going down like fireflies or whatever, I mean, the 49ers, in my opinion, they, they should be able to find a way to get over the hump with three young starting quarterbacks in the league. I, I'm not saying that they're going to be great in the NFL in 2023, I'm just saying that you have three starting potential quarterbacks. And, you know, once Brock Purdy clears and he's fully healthy, I I feel like he gives the 49ers the best chances to, to continue to win out. I think Trey Lance gives the 49ers chances to win. And I think Sam Darnold will give the 49ers chances to win. And I think the fact that you, you're young and they're not costing you a lot of money, this is when you do it. Because when you look at the rest of the team, a lot of people feel like the 49ers are the best team in the league, and I, I, I see why. I mean, look at look at the way they're built. We're going to get to that, all right? So I do want to talk about this list uh, that PFF put out. PFF has a top 10 ranked 49ers players per all, you know, per their analysts' uh, rankings for from PFF, right? And so I don't have the picture up here. I don't like putting pictures up here anymore. Uh, but I do have it, and I want to go through it and 
I want to go through, actually, let me see if I can go ahead and get this pulled up. I want to go through PFF so you can see kind of like what it looks like. Hey, my man, what it look like? All right, so we'll go to players grades. All right, we're going to go by position. Now, I'm curious to know because when I went to cross-reference these, these stats that I'm about to go over, I was kind of confused because... You know, when you look at PFF, it's a little different, all right? So uh, I'll get that pulled up shortly. In the meantime, let's go through this. All right, so they have at running back, Christian McCaffrey, ranked three um, out of run the running backs in the in, in the league. They have him ranked number three. I, I, I can dig it. I could dig it. Um, you guys feel like Christian McCaffrey should be ranked a little bit higher, a little bit, a little bit lower? Full season, 49ers, full offseason with the 49ers, excuse me. Uh, they have him ranked number three. Uh, wide receiver Debo Samuel ranked number ten. Tight end George Kittle ranked number three. Now I wish I can see all the other rankings. I don't think they put the the other ones out yet. Uh, Trent Williams number one. So the 49ers have a number one guy at offensive tackle at the edge rushing position. Nick Bosa number three. You know, Fred Warner number one linebacker. And then Dre Greenlaw, the number eight linebacker. The 49ers have two linebackers in the top 10. And they also have the number one linebacking core in the league. That's, that speaks volumes. That speaks volumes. But I do want to go over some of these rankings, and I want to share with you what it kind of looks like on PFF, just in case some of you guys have never seen it before and things like that. Uh, and so we'll go through these very quickly. Now, this is from last year into this year. Oh, man, it's so tiny. So let me go ahead and blow it up a little bit. All right, there we go. All right, you guys should be able to see it. So when, when you're looking at the way that they go, like I'm going off of the grades, right? And so when I'm looking at the top 10, uh, running backs for those that are going to be playing fantasy football get ready because i'm going to be doing a new fantasy football show all right so these are <laughs> pay attention now they got him ranked three up here he's ranked two so i'm curious to know how the analysts came together to cut and push them down to number three because when i look at josh jacobs i look at christian mccaffrey i look at nick nick chubb Josh Jacobs kind of the question mark for me. For me, because he had that really one good season, right? And then there's going to be some um, some some outliers, I think, that are going to rise up, like Ramondre Stevenson from New England. I think he's going to go up, uh, you know, a lot of it. Maybe Derrick Henry has a better season this year. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Tyler Al Algier, I don't expect him to be five again uh, because they, they drafted – my man uh uh out of Texas. So like he there's a possibility that he's gonna move up. So these running backs are gonna be a little it's gonna be interesting to see how this works. I I kind of feel like Christian McCaffrey should be number one, Nick Chubb number two, Josh Jacobs number three. Like I I, I just that's kind of like how I feel. If you add Christian McCaffrey's total numbers up and look at the grades, right? 91.6, 90.4, 90 90.3, 90 90.2 for Tony Pollard, who I believe is injured uh going into the season. Uh so it's curious. Now these I I you know, I just want to go through some of these grades because the 49ers have players that are ranked high. So when I'm looking at these grades, I'm like, all right, Christian McCaffrey, to me, according to PFF, should be number two. But the analysts got together and they came up with an average of him being number three. Now, again, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, it's kind of like pick your poison. They both have been consistent over their career. Uh, but there's there, this is going to be interesting. Let's go to the... The wide receiver position, because this one shook me because I'm Debo is ranked number 10. Brandon Ayuk isn't ranked. So I'm curious to know, should Brandon Ayuk be on this list and Debo be lower? Thumbs up if Brent, let's do it. Let's break it down. Thumbs up if Brandon Ayuk should be higher uh, on. The, it should even be on the list, because as I'm looking at it, if Debo is 10, maybe Ayuk's 11. Not sure where they came came up with this i see a thumbs up what's going on Edgar? 
uh I'm, I'm curious to know how you guys feel about that Kylie's with the thumbs up yeah I, i'm you know now now to be fair let's find out where he's ranked on this list all right it's probably like kind of like how he ended the season and he's going into next season and look where they got these guys ranked this is interesting right so they got Tyreek Hill, one, Amon Ross St. Brown, two, Justin Jefferson, three, Devontae Adams, four, Diggs, five, A.J. Brown, six, Cooper Cup, who didn't play one single game, is ranked seventh. I mean, he did play a game last year. He ended up getting injured. C.D. Lamb, eight, Keenan Allen, nine, Jamar Chase, ten. They, PFF has Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave, Amari Cooper, Devontae Smith, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, and there's your Brandon Ayuk ranked at number 19. See, to me, this is disrespect. This is disrespect. But, but let, here's the context. Here, here's what I think the context comes in, right? This is where I think the context comes in. When I look at all these other teams, what do they currently have that the 49ers currently don't have I, I didn't know how else to say it because you know and e nice comes up and, and and he's there so i wasn't even paying attention but it's that quarterback right so i think without having the quarterback it it changes up how you want to rank the team how you want to rank these players because the quarterback plays a good part because if i go through this list here we go let's go back to the list and if i go through that list and i sit there and say all right let's name the quarterback you ready here we go Tua Talent, I can't ever say his last name, but Tua, all right? Tua T, all right? Uh, Jared Goff, uh, Kirk Cousins. Now it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Josh Allen. Um, oh, my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Hurts. Matthew Stafford. Dak Prescott. Um, the kid that I really like that no one's, like, really giving him a chance from the Chargers. Joe Burrow. Uh, who's the quarterback for the Falcons? I have no idea. I can't remember who it is. Garrett, um, now they got Aaron Rodgers. All right, Tua again. Is Who's the quarterback for the Saints? Is it Baker Mayfield? I don't know. The Browns quarterback, so Deshaun Watson is back. Jalen Hurts again. <laughs> they got two receivers in the top 20. I don't know who the quarterback is for Washington. I feel like it's, it's I don't know. Uh, and the Chargers. So the Chargers and the Eagles and the and the Dolphins have two receivers in the top twenty. Interesting. And then that's question mark around the 49ers. Is it, is it Desmond Ritter for the Falcons? Really? Ooh, ilk, ilk. Uh, Justin Herbert, <laughs> right from the Chargers. And then, all right. And then you get to your 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 top thirty. And Debo is in the top 30. So Debo is ranked 29. Curious to know why they ranked him number 10 and not and didn't have Brandon Ayuk in their rankings from PFF, from the analysts. Just curious to know. Would love to sit down, chat with them, talk to them about it. You know, maybe you guys can reach out to them, things like that. But again, oh, Derek Carr is with the Saints. Where's Baker Mayfield? I forgot where he went. Baker Mayfield is on some team stinking it up. Um, But yes. Like that to me, that that's the key. The key is that quarterback position, especially at the wide receiver position. All right. So let's go to the tight ends. All right. And then we'll get to a couple of defensive positions. So let's go to the tight ends. I'm just curious to see where we're all ranked at from the tight ends. Now they got George Kittle as number three. And on this list, they got him ranked number two. Baker's in Tampa. Thanks, Taryn. Ter uh, they got him ranked number two. Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, for me, I Travis Kelsey's best tight end football, according to the stats, right? As far as what these tight ends can do, I really feel like it's George Kittle, Mark Andrews, uh, Dallas Goddard, they're top tier tight ends in the league. Um Tom, so I'm, I'm I'm assuming that they have Andrews or Goddard too. And then they push George Kittle down to three. I'm cool with Kittle being three, but I think it's Ki it's Kelsey Kittle, Andrews, Goddard. I, I don't know how they got Michael Pruitt in the top five. That's interesting. That means there's a there's a big drop in the tight ends. Oh my gosh. 
not 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 to disrespect Michael uh, Pruitt, who was a 49er for a short period of time. <laughs> they got Taysom Hill labeled as a tight end as well. Um, interesting. Hmm. Well, there's your tight ends. All right, and then I do want to check out the 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 tackles because I I mean it's and this is this is about right. I, I like Darrell too. Uh, Andrew Thomas is up there. Caleb McGarry. I think they got the tackles right, right? So it's Trent Williams, and then it's, there's your, your top five. They they looking solid. I might move Lane Johnson up, um, but they but they're looking really solid. I think the, I personally feel like the 49ers offensive line isn't going to suffer as much as everybody thinks. You know, I know it, it appears that it has a weak link up there. I get it. You know, Colton McKivitz is coming, but I don't think it's going to be as weak as as we as we think. I think if last year, to me, last year looked like the weakest year. What's going on, Cole? What's going on, West Coast Kings? Last year, I thought would be more of an issue. I don't think that the offensive line will struggle early this year. I just don't. I just don't have that feeling. They, they, the offensive line is familiar with one another. Like they have a cohesiveness to the the players that are already there. I think they'd be just fine. I think they're going to be just fine. All right. Let's go to the defensive side. All right. Let's go to the edge rushing. Now they got Nick Bosa number three. Nick Bosa's number three. Uh, let's go to the edge defenders and let's see what we got him. And that, that, so this one's matched. It's the only one that's matched up as thus far. And you can see his grade 90.6. Michael Parsons is number two. You guys cool with that? Miles Garrett, number one. Max Crosby, four. Brandon Graham finished with the high grade. Um, but then you got to look at the context to see how many snaps they played and things like that, you know. Uh, just curious to know. But Nick Bosa's number three on this list, 90.6 grade, uh, finished uh, defensive player of the year. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Bryant? Uh, finished defensive player of the year. Uh, but Miles Garrett is a force to be reckoned with. Micah Parsons is probably like one of my favorite players to watch, um, except for he doesn't perform well when he plays against the 49ers, which is a good thing for for, for us, right? We, we find a way to, to ice him. Uh, a little bit, uh, you know, but Nick Bosa, number three, not bad. I'm not mad at this. Uh, like Miles Garrett arguably is the best defensive, you know, in, in, in football right now. And I'm cool with that. But uh, Nick Bosa's three. Let's go to the linebackers. We have two linebackers on this top 10. Two, not one, but two. All right. So they got Bobby Wagner, number one, even though we're, even though they, came together all the analysts came together and ranked bobby wagner uh fred warner number one and then they got dre greenlaw nine on here but on their newer list maybe this isn't updated but on their newer list they have uh greenlaw bumped up to eight so here's the top 10 linebackers in the nfl according to pff and their grades right like takes with a grain of salt it's pff Okay, Bobby Wagner one, Fred Warner two. I didn't think Bobby Wagner had a good season last year. So for his grade to be 90.7, that's five points higher than Fred. I, I disagree with that. But, hey, Fred Warner, Levante David is still there. Those are your, your, your crazy older veterans. Bobby Wagner, Levante David, Demario Davis four, Tremaine Edmonds five, TJ Edwards six, Caden Ellis seven, Jawan Bentley eight, Dre Greenlaw nine, Alex Singleton number ten. That's those are your top ten. Uh, I I disagree. I would swap. I think Warner should be number one. Wagner, with all due respect, could be number two. And then I, I think you just swap Warner with Wagner. I I think that's kind of where I would do it. Uh, and I think Greenlaw could be bumped up to eight, so you could swap him with uh, Jawan Bentley or Caden Ellis or any one of those guys. Um, I feel like, I don't know. Again, these are based off of their grades, so maybe the list that they just created is a little different. Maybe they didn't, they didn't just go off of grades. I don't know. I don't have the criteria to how they came up with this list right here. It's going to be interesting to see. So uh, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. Listen, here's what I know. I know that the 49ers have tons of weapons. 
like tons of artillery, tons of of ways to to have a high powered offense. All right, that I do know, and so that's a good thing. That's a good thing for um, the defense. The 49ers offense should be able to go out there and and do their due diligence. I I feel like the Niners offense is going to be able to put up points. I, I talked about this yesterday on the John and Wayne show. I think I have us averaging over 30 points. Over 30 points. I'm hoping it's at that 30, 31, 32 number. Last year, I believe we averaged in the 27 range, if I'm not mistaken. But I feel like the 49ers can easily average easily average over 30 points. I look at last year's stats, right? Finished third. 13 and uh and four where do we average we were sixth in points scored that's amazing because it didn't look like it right it didn't like like the way that the team the way the way that the year started we barely could put up points i like this i like this so the question that pff is asking is do the 49ers have the best offense or the best roster in football and it's going to be interesting to find out man enter freaking resting to find out and I, I tell you what they look stacked and the question for today is going to be simply this i want to know from you guys can the 49ers can the 49ers win a super bowl without a top tier quarterback because at the end of the day trey lance brock purdy sam darno they aren't elite. They aren't top tier. They haven't played enough, right? They haven't played enough to even earn that. But how do you feel the 49ers are going to, to fare with these three guys? Because that's what it is. It's three guys. I'm going to put the link inside the chat. You guys could join the show. We'll be here for about another 30 minutes or so before I got to dip on up out of here. But I do appreciate you guys for those that are watching. I know it's the off season. I hope you guys are enjoying your summer vacations if you're on one. There's the link, man. I'm going to take the first the first few people that, that click on that link. I'll cut the number off, and we're going to have some fun. All right, so that's the question. Can the 49ers win a Super Bowl without a top-tier quarterback? And I'm going to go ahead and post. My man Bryant says, yeah, we could win a Super Bowl with a school, with a Scuba Steve quarterback. You think so? I, I mean, it's curious to know because we haven't won, right? We haven't won. We had Jimmy Garoppolo. He wasn't top tier. Didn't win with Brock last year. Ended up getting injured. So maybe you're right. Maybe the tier doesn't matter. Maybe the health of the quarterback is what matters. There's no number. Uh, there's no number for the show. It doesn't work anymore for some strange reason. I'm going to have to... Make sure I get my money back from them. So, guys, click on that link, man. I would love for you guys to join the show if you want to talk about this. Uh, if not, go ahead and, and push it, put it up there. I see Shajay's in the building. Shajay says, they surely can. It'll just be considerably harder. Okay. Curious to know, when when have we seen it before? Um, Just refresh my memory. I, I mean, I know we saw it with... I mean, the most iconic one was the the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl win with Trent Dilfer, and they really relied on that defense. I mean, I don't even remember what that offense even averaged that year they won that Super Bowl. Um, then there was the one with Joe Flacco, but he he wasn't top ten. I guess you're right. I I guess you're right. He he wasn't was. Yeah. You know, Joe Flacco just had a, a strong arm and could get the ball down the damn field. That's kind of like what it was. Uh, Nick Foles wasn't top tier. You're right. You're right. Nick Foles wasn't top tier. He, he definitely wasn't. You, you're going a little old school with it. But, yeah, Brad Johnson wasn't either. So, you're right. It, it can be done. It, it can be done. The question is, can it be done with the 49ers? Because we haven't seen one 49er non-top tier quarterback win a Super Bowl. Brian, let me know when you're ready. I'll get you on here. All right. Thumbs up. Let's do it. What's going on, baby? Hey, Wayne. Thanks for having me on. I'm oh, you're, you're more than welcome, man. How are you doing? Doing good. Enjoying the show. Um, enjoying the morning. I'm working on a bathtub right now, so I'll, I'll keep hey, it Hey, nice. Nice. I need to 
get you out on the East Coast so you can work on this bathtub. I know it costs a lot of money. I, I was trying to figure out, like, I want to get my bathroom remodeled. And then they hit me with the prices. I'm like, for this small space, it costs that much? I say less. I get it. I get it. So how are you enjoying the offseason so far? And what are your thoughts on the 49ers winning a Super Bowl without a top tier? I know it's been done. It's been done in the past, but can it be done with this team? That's kind of like the question I'm asking. It definitely can be done with this team. The mentality of winning a Super Bowl with a, let's just maybe call him Scuba Steve type of quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. you know, not not the, you know, the Tom Brady or the face of the league or anything like that. It can happen, but you have to have a strong defense. And I think the crap right now is people are saying offenses currently are winning Super Bowls, not defenses. So you have to have an offense that can put up a, you know, 30 to 40 points every game. And I don't necessarily believe that's correct. I think if you have a strong defense and a, um, a good offense that can, you know, um, you know, help each other both out right now, we, we got a good kicker. So yeah. if we get, get to the Super Bowl, you know, on our defense and it just takes a good kick from Jake Moody, we can win it. We don't, we don't need to worry about really the quarterbacks at this point because Kyle's a quarterback. Kyle runs the offense, you know, and it's like all these guys are doing good until they start thinking on their own. And then that's when Kyle starts having problems with these quarterbacks. So as long as you play Kyle's offense, you, you, you're going to be the starter. But just as soon as you start ad-libbing and going different ways. But again, back to your question, can we win a Super Bowl with this defense? Most certainly we can. We have great offensive weapons and maybe not the biggest arm or maybe not the slashiest name for quarterback, but we definitely have a good team. And, you know, again, if you don't believe in special teams, ask, ask Tom Brady how many times he won a Super Bowl with a kicker. So, I mean, yeah, Joe Flacco, you know, we, we have a, what, uh, uh, Brad, um, we got Tampa Bay quarterback, yeah, Brad, yeah, Brad Johnson. Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that might not have had the biggest arm, but they got you there, you know, or they had a really big arm, but they didn't have it right here to, you know, help maybe, you know, just make it a little bit more splashy, you know. So, yes, I think our, our defense is really strong. Um, it's only getting stronger. I think – I think, though, they have to keep going into every game with the mentality that's us against the world, not we're here and we've arrived. So I, 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 I definitely think, you know, this is a good year for us. Hey, Wayne, thanks for letting me jump on. I'm going to listen to the rest of the show. Everybody, you know, stay faithful. And uh, we'll talk you, soon. Brother. All right, bro. Thanks for you. jumping on. Thank you. All right, bye. Peace. Very well said, right? I mean, look, you look at the 49ers, they're built. And we just went over some of the their weapons, right? We didn't even talk about the newest addition to Javon Hargrave. We didn't talk about the newest addition to some of these rookies that might be able to get some uh, green lights uh, this year. We didn't even talk about, like, like, the development of some of the other players that we saw rising up. So, like, the 49ers do look like they're in great position. I think the key factor is this. Can they? Yes. Will they? That's the question mark, right? Because we just won't, we won't know because anything can happen. So can they win without that quarterback? More than likely, yes, because we've seen it done before. We've just never seen it done with the 49ers, right? Because the last time the 49ers won Super Bowls, elite quarterbacks, Joe Montana, Steve Young, elite quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, right? And so you're looking like, who are winning these Super Bowls now? elite quarterbacks and the league keeps changing so it's curious to know like like patrick mahomes is winning tom brady won uh recently right so you got these elite guys coming back into the fold and it's all going to come down to will any of these 49er quarterbacks enter that tier because to me it, it what make all right so what makes a quarterback elite like that's the question like what makes them elite it's not it what what makes a QB elite? Symmetry says we don't need to go far back for evidence. We were up 10 with Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm I'm, I'm not sure what your stance is. Uh but I I think I kind of get where you're going with this. So the question is, can you get to the Super Bowl without an elite quarterback? Absolutely yes. Can you win it? That is the question. Like that is the the key word to this show is can we win? And we haven't. And I know we've seen teams do it. But maybe those quarterbacks were more elite than the quarterbacks that we've had. Right? So that's what he was saying. He was saying, listen, we had Jimmy Garoppolo and we got to the Super Bowl. And because he he lacked, I guess, the elite traits or, or uh, elite traits of being in an elite or a top tier quarterback, 
because he lacked whatever that innate ability to play the game, we couldn't get over the hump. He's right. We were up. 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 So it's going to be interesting. Uh, I see my man Cole says, points per game and wins make them elite, not yards. Purdy is elite. Over 30 points per game with him. Yes, when Purdy entered the, the, the roster, the starting lineup, team started averaging 30 points a game. And so that's 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 true. Uh, but we, we, we still have the question marks around Purdy, right? Because we may uh, we, we may not be starting the season off with Brock Purdy. Now we're starting the season off with a guy like uh, with a younger quarterback uh, in Trey Lance or, or or whatever. So it could be it could be interesting um, to see what happens. Me personally, uh, when I when I ask this question and when I think about this, can we win? I feel like we can. Uh, you just got to factor in so much. And the key thing, the key factor is health, right? The key factor is going to be health. I mean, if your team is healthy, yeah, you'll be just fine. The chemistry will be flowing. And that's what it comes down to. The 49ers getting off to a great start, right? Getting off to a great start. And so this is, and this is Symmetry's argument. And I see you, and this is what always freaking creeps up in the back of my mind. Uh, yes, we lost, but was losing our lead a matter of not having an elite quarterback or a bunch of other factors? It's a great question, Sim. And feel free, guys, to put your questions out there. This is a great question because I feel like the 49ers lost that Super Bowl for various reasons. And you can't blame just one. It's really a combustion of of or a combination of things. And, and and me personally, I'm going to start at the head coach. And so, like, for me, it was just like, you see yourself, you see your team with the lead. You got about seven, eight minutes left to play this game. You can feel as a head coach. It's almost like, I don't know how, how football is compared to basketball. You guys, if you watch basketball, basketball is a game of runs. I know that's not football. I know it's totally different. But basketball is a game of runs. And it's up to the coach to call that timeout to stop the bleeding if he or if he gets an inkling of a chance of the team going on a run, right? And so I know football's different. You don't have that many timeouts and you can't just call them. But I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on to where like for me like Kyle's inexperience in Super Bowls choked and we couldn't figure and listen he called some plays and the plays weren't executed there's a lot of stuff but I just feel like it starts there then it starts it starts with the play calling and then it goes to the execution from the players to me to this day I can't figure out why they stopped giving Debo Samuel the ball I, I don't understand I'll never understand it they couldn't stop Debo. They couldn't stop him. They just couldn't. And then they, but but Kyle did. And Kyle stopped. And so like it's so many things. But 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 here's the thing. Here here's here here's the thing. When you lack certain traits of being a top-tier guy or an elite guy, when you lack those traits, that means your coach lacks confidence in you and you saw that. And for me, like Jimmy Garoppolo, I thought Jimmy was going to transcend into the next top tier of a quarterback after that year. If you go back and watch those nothing but Niner podcasts, Jimmy was going to be a top 10 quarterback after that year. And, and he ended up getting injured the next year. And then he just never really healed or, or whatever. He just never manifested into anything that I thought he was going to be. But it seemed like he was on that trajectory. He started to understand the offense. He was playing tough and 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 whatever. But it just didn't work out because he just lacked certain things. As a quarterback with a 10-point lead, though, as a top-tier quarterback, I just felt like, damn, he ha he, Jimmy needed to find a way, not based off of that one throw, which it could have been overthrown or – Manuel Sanders underran it. However you want to look at that. No, I'm not talking about that. There were other plays that were dialed up that just weren't properly executed. And it it starts with the QB, right? So head coach, blame. Quarterback, blame. 
players executing blame, and you can go on both sides, defense, offense, poor execution. And it sucks because I'm not trying to take anything away from Kansas City from winning. But damn, that's what it was. Like, you don't run the ball because they're selling out on the run. You're trying to do quick throws, which is your quarterback's strength. Instead, he's getting his passes knocked down at the line of scrimmage. It's everything. So it's not it's not a one-person blame for losing that Super Bowl. But I'll tell you this, and, and the greatest 49, I'm with you. In, in 2019, Jimmy was that guy. He was that guy in 2019. He was that guy. But he wasn't elite. Like, if he was elite, he would have closed out that game. To me, that was the game. And you knew Patrick Mahomes was that guy. But that was the game where he came out and let everybody know. Oh, they gave me an inch. I'm about to go a mile. Watch this. And he made some miraculous things happen. You know what I mean? Like, he just made some miraculous things happen. And Mahomes transcends. Jimmy declines. Right? And that's kind of like how it went. So, now we're in this situation. Here we go. Now we're in this situation where we have three guys. And, guys, here's the link again if you guys want to join the show. My apologies for, for, for talking. I thought you guys would have clicked on it. If you guys want to come in, we got a few minutes left. Let's, let's talk about it. I would love to get your takes. Not my takes about you, not me. At the end of the day, can they win without a top-tier quarterback? And I don't, like, can they win a Super Bowl without a top-tier quarterback? I think that's that's really what I, and that's the real question. And it's kind of like we don't know. We feel like we can because we're stacked. We just went over the position groups of the 49ers, and they're probably pretty damn high. Right, we went over specific players. We didn't go over the groups. I told you that the wide receivers are oh, the 49ers wide receiver. How about this? PFF ranked the 49ers wide receiving core number four. Out of 32 teams, tell me that's not damn good. Out of 32 teams, the 49ers wide receiving core is ranked fourth. That's dope. Right? So like you got you got the fourth rank, ranked wide receiving core. The offensive line is probably ranked in top 15 in the league. I feel like the tight end room should be ranked top five. I feel like the quarterback's room should be ranked top 15. I mean, they're, they're really at the tops of some of these lists. They have the team. This is why they're going Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Sam Darnold. I mean, this is exactly why. Those guys aren't costing them much to keep the rest of the team together. I think that's what's up. Let's get Uncle Scott on here while he's here. Uncle Scott, what's going on, baby? What's up, Wayne? Nothing much, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Very blessed. I just had my birthday on Monday. Hey, so I'm doing really well. Happy belated birthday, Uncle Scott. Man. Thank you. Thank you. So hey, I, I wanted to say that we don't need an elite quarterback. Okay, we have two quarterbacks right now that can do it. Just like Jimmy did it in 2019, we can do it with Brock or Trey. Either one. Either one. We've got, we've got everything around us set, no injuries, knock on wood. Uh, I, I think we'll get it. Uh, I, I, just, I just don't think that we need an elite quarterback at this point. I agree. Um, I agree 100%. I, I think we need uh, a competent quarterback. I think that's kind of like the word that I like to use. Uh, the, the one that just understands situational football uh the one that because that's what happens right and so for me like jimmy garoppolo right wasn't elite was never going to be elite but if he was just more competent and to understand in the situation we win the super bowl and i feel like with brock purdy 
Right. And 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 Trey Lance, we're gonna have to see. But I feel like with Brock Purdy, he has that competence level, and he also has that ability to to make stuff up. Kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of like a Patrick Mahomes. Not comparing him to Patrick Mahomes, but just a a, a way of just ad libbing is the word I like to use. Making a play out of nothing. He has a gift. That's a gift. You can't teach it. You either have it or you don't. With Trey Lance, I just feel like he's a big playmaker. He's he's going to be a big play guy, right? He's going to come in. He's going to struggle in, uh, in in some of these smaller plays. But when it comes to making a big play, he's going to be that home run guy. So, and you know how in baseball, sometimes you just got your home run hitters. And what do home run hitters do all the time, though? They strike the freak out. But you know what? They're going to end with 40-plus home runs, right, and in that 40-40 club. 40 RBIs, all that type of stuff. I feel like that's what Trey Lance is going to be this year uh, because hopefully he'll get, you know, his reps in. And that's the only issue for me with Trey. Even with Sam Darnold, if he has to give the – if he's given the green light, can he be competent? And that I think that is what we need from our quarterbacks. We don't need the elite traits. We don't need all these different things. I think they each have their own niche – and if they can just be competent and understand certain situations, Uncle Scott, I think the 49ers will be riding off into the sunset with another Lombardi. Yeah, I, um, I think Brock, if Brock's healthy, I think we're going to go all the way. I, I, I knock on wood, you know, Brock's our guy. But I want to see Trey Lance. I, wanna, I, I don't think Brock's going to be healthy come the mm-hmm. first couple of weeks. I don't want to rush. I think he's going to take some time to ease his way back in. And Shanahan knows that already. I think he's gearing for Trey Lance to be the starter. He won't say it, but I think it's going to happen. Uh, I think Brock's going to come in, take right over, and continue out the rest of the season. Hopefully, he he doesn't get injured. But we all know what happens with our quarterbacks. So. It's anybody. It's it's anybody's guess on what's going to happen, but I think that uh, Trey's going to start, and I think Brock's going to come in and uh, just go all the way. I just want to have a quarterback in the NFC Championship game so we can actually get over that hump. I don't care who it is, Trey or Brock. All I all I want to do is win that stupid game. I'm tired of coming up short. It sucks. I've been a 49er fan since 1977. I saw Steve DeBerg. I saw, I saw when Montana came in, when Walsh drafted him. I saw it all. And I'm going to tell you, I want that feeling again. I can't take any more disappointment. And I, I'm, I'm a diehard fan. I was born and raised in the Bay Area. You know, and I, and I saw it. I saw all the great, but I, I, I want, I, I, I want that chip. I want that chip. It's Super Bowl or bust for me. And I don't care who gets us there. I just want to get there. I agree with you, Uncle Scott, 100%, man. Uh, some of the comments says, like, the greatest 49 says, we we need a really good quarterback. We don't need an elite quarterback. Uh, uh, we don't need an elite quarterback. Of course, an elite quarterback is the goal uh, everybody wants. Here, And you know what? I like this comment here because this is what I like. We need a quarterback. Hear, hear me out. We need a competent quarterback that will end up being good, that can develop into being elite. How? By winning. The more the quarterbacks on this team win games, the more teams are going to fear whatever the hell it is Kyle Shanahan puts out there on the football field, which will put them in that elite category, which will allow quarterbacks to kind of like come into their own. But they got to kind of pass that ground level test. I feel like Brock Purdy is past the test. I feel like Trey Lance is taking the test. And I feel like Sam Darnold is going to be that retake of the test, like, you know, the retest at some point if he is I, or has to be utilized. Go ahead, Uncle Scott. Well, I don't think Sam Darnold has enough experience in our offense because it's so it's it's so complex. It is complex. I think he's playing catch up. And he's going to be a plug-in guy if break glass and you know in need. 
I have nothing against Sam Darnold. We know the statistics. We know all that. But he he is that he is better than Josh Johnson. I, I mean, can we all admit that he's better than Josh Johnson? Absolutely. It's a, it's a it's so a, it's I would a have rather up. had him in the championship game than Josh Johnson. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Uncle Scott, man, listen, thanks for joining, man. I appreciate you, man. All right, happy, Blaine. Happy belated Be birthday, safe, too. Stay blessed. Yes. And God bless the faithful. All right, man. God bless you, brother. Peace. All right. I got my brother from another mother about to join real quick. What's going on, Cole? What's up, y'all? What's up, family? Hey, man. Hey, what's going on, man? Are you, you out there performing? Getting ready to perform? Or you yeah, on a break? Yeah, I'm just doing dad stuff today, you know. You know Today's the daddy duty day. I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. I got a couple of shows tonight, but yeah, it's all good. Listen, man, it's good to have you on here. I I, I want to hear from you. I want to know how you're feeling about your team so far. And the 49ers currently don't technically have a quarterback that the league deems elite. But in our eyes, we feel like our quarterbacks are pretty damn good. So talk about it, man. How you feel about the situation? Right about the team, I feel like they've done a great job adding depth. Like all the things you guys talk about is on point. Like they've built they built from the D line out, and now we have a secondary coach specialist on defense. You know, so our defense is gonna be ridiculous this year. Um, as far as elite quarterbacks, I mean, yeah, you can win a Super Bowl without it. It's a lot harder. We've we've witnessed we would have won some if we would have had, had had a couple. <laughs> years, you know, so um, but yeah, man, when I look at at Trey Lance, I see somebody who has all the all the tools to be elite. You know, we just got to see it on the field. He's got to play it out. When I look at Brock Purdy, I look at somebody that's ahead of the defense. For me, for me, looking at a quarterback that's ahead of the defense, that tells you whether they're elite or not. So um, his strengths weren't stretching the field. He could stretch the field. He showed a little bit of that. But um, when he's when he's lining up, his what made him flow so well with the offense, and what made Shanahan, in my opinion, what made Shanahan so comfortable letting him just sling it around is because he knew how to get to his timing routes. He knew how to get through all, all of his progressions. He could read and understand the defense and get his timing routes delivered on time. When you saw him struggle, it's when Dallas interrupted his, his, his put motion. They, they'd make him roll to the left, et cetera, like that. That's when you get elite quarterbacks. When you get them off their spot, that's when they struggle. When he was on his spot, he was tearing up the lead. And, um, and he even came through in those playoff games where he did struggle a little bit, which shows that he's not going to back down when the defense adjusts to him. So I think Trey can be elite for sure. I think we could see it by the end of this year, you know, especially if Brock's not healthy because uh, he's going to be mentally ahead of where everybody thinks he is just because of how he works. Um, and Brock is just already so strong at, at reading the coverages and getting the ball to the right place. Um, it's really going to, with our offensive weapons, it's going to open it up a lot, I think, you know, so – so if we ever see Sam Darnold on the field, you know, I hope I hope we support him, you know, because he's a Niner. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong. He was five and two last year in Carolina, right? He, he, he yep. <laughs> five and two with the Panthers. I think he'll be all right with us, you know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, he's not going to get the love until he gets in a game and does something sure. to earn it. I think sure. love has to be yeah. earned here. And, 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 sure. yeah. yeah, it has to be, <laughs> especially at the quarterback position, right? Because we have a pretty, you know, it's it's Joe Montana, it's Steve Young. Yeah. It, it may be Jeff Garcia. It may be Alex Smith. Yeah. Some people like Colin Kaepernick. I don't know, but it's Joe those Montana, five, Steve Young. Balls. That's it, period. End of discussion, yeah. right? So you got you, you got to earn it. And I think for me, Brock Purdy has earned it, right? And that and, yeah. and I know a lot of people are like, dang, yo, like, what about Trey? What about Trey? Listen, don't nobody want to see Trey Lance get in the game and prove to the world he's the shit. That like I, yeah. that's me, 100 yeah, percent But Purdy earned it. Like he literally earned it. He got in yeah. being a third string guy and then decided to not lose. Yeah. And the only and thing he lost was his damn elbow. Most of those games. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, he loses his elbow and then he still came back in the game. Yeah, like, he came in as a strength of our offense. He wasn't we weren't winning because he was managing the team. We were winning because he was pushing us up over 30 points a game. He was unlocking the offense, and that's with a, a Debo that was struggling with health, you know. So yeah. so I, I don't know. I'm excited about the team. I, I I'm with you. I expect us to win the Super Bowl this year. I think it's our year. I know it's going to be tough to beat Mahomes and Burrow in a big game like that. But uh, I look at the, you know, we've already seen what Purdy looks like up against Burrow in college, you know. He didn't get yeah. And And so uh, 
I think Purdy's going to be all right. And uh, as long as his arm comes back stronger like it should from these surgeries, then uh, – then, uh, Sky's then the limit, bro. Shape. But if, okay. if not, man, I, I definitely feel comfortable with Trey Lance. I was excited about Trey last year. I thought, you know, like such bad luck for that kid to walk into a, a monsoon game like that for his first start, you know? Yeah. But you got to – and he outplayed just, uh, Justin Fields in that game. Like He did. He did. Because the Bears win, but they won because of how Chicago wins a lot. Those lucky ass shit, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got a couple of calls to go their way, man, and and a, and one blown coverage in that game, and that was the that was the difference. Dante freaking Pettis, man, can't make that up. <laughs> of course, of course, can't man. make it up. Can't make it up. No doubt. Well, thanks hey, for man. having me on, man. That's all. A- I just want anytime, to- man. You more than welcome. Anytime, bro. Listen, enjoy your summer, man. Keep doing what you do, bro. Love you, man. Love you too, buddy. All right, peace. Listen, that was funny because, look, like Cole said a bunch of great stuff about the quarterback situation, period. And that goes back to the beginning of the show where I said, listen, I like the quarterback's room. Like, I think the room is pretty damn dope, right? And I see Pocket the Cheesecake, he says, correct me if I'm wrong. But to be fair, Sam Darnold was only up. Yo, he played for the Jets and the suck-ass Panthers, bro. Like, like he's about to be on in the – did I go over the weapons – did we go over the weapons on this team? Like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Trent Williams is a is a weapon. They, they and that's that's the key. Start using Trent as a damn weapon. All right, all right. And then uh, uh, offensively, they just got a bunch of 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 pieces you can utilize. We got the best third down wide receiver in the group and in, in the game. Third and Jawan is the Jawan Jennings is the best damn receiver in, in on third down, hands down. His percentage is ridiculously high. I'm just saying the Niners. It does matter who the quarterback is. They have to have the ability to, to comprehend what the hell is going on. They have to be competent. I know y'all don't like that word, but that's what they got to be. That's not a game manager. I'm not asking for a game manager. They got to have some traits where they can go out and make plays. But they got to be competent. They got to understand the scenarios, right? Because there's more than one scenario in Kyle's in Kyle's book, right? Even if he calls a certain play, how many options are in that play? And if the defense is doing this, what do you do? Like, that's being competent, making the right play, not making those kind of silly mistakes. So it's going to be super interesting. Let's do it to Super Chat segment real quick. We got a Super Chat in the show. Shout out to the Super Chat. Uh, super Chats for the show. I appreciate them uh, and the contributions. My man Javier Reyes says, hey, Breezy, what will you do if we win the Super Bowl? My pops got me into football, so I'll be sharing that with him. All right, so if we win the Super Bowl, um, first of all, yeah, my, yeah, my, it's gonna be interesting because, like, I, all I know is I'll be out there for the parade, like that. That's gonna be crazy, and I'm looking to shut. I'm trying. Me personally, if we win the Super Bowl, I'm going to jail because I'm hopping on the float. I don't care. Ain't nobody going to kick me off that float except for the police. So I'm going to be out there getting on the float. I waited all these years. We ain't won since 1995. I was 11. I'm hopping on the damn float. I'm getting on the float. Uh, my son and and wife and whoever they just gonna have to bail me out. But I'm getting on the float. Ain't nobody stopping me from getting on that float. I'm telling you, I'm telling, I'm telling everybody, Kyle, y'all, I'm getting on the float. You could block. I, well, I'm getting on the float. That's the end of discussion. I'm getting on the float. That's what I'm gonna be doing. So we win the Super Bowl. I'll be right out there in Santa Clara on that Tuesday, and my ass will be on the float. Bam. If you wanna join me, we can go to jail together. We can get on the float together. Because if I get on, you get on. You know how we do. Just follow me. I'll be the fullback. I'm getting on the float. So that, because I, 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 it might be the last time. It might be the last time. Hey, man, I ain't running on no damn football field, but I'm getting on the float. I'm going to celebrate that joint. Matter of fact, I'll have a bottle for him on the float. Go bar on me. 
All right. So, look, man, great show, man. It's good to just chop it up with you guys. I'll be back here on Friday. We'll have John Chapman. If you guys didn't get a chance to watch the John and Wayne show from yesterday, please do so because it's going to be a continuation on Friday right here on the channel, 11 a.m. I do apologize for the late start. I had some family matters to take care of this morning. So, listen, Friday, 11 a.m., we'll be back. You guys are the greatest. You guys are the greatest. I truly appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I got one more super chat to get to. <laughs> My man Nick uh, is in the building. He says, oh boy, hopefully we'll be connected enough by then to either have our own float or get invited. I don't care, Nick, if we connected or not. Wayne Breezy is getting on the float. And if they decide to be a little bit smarter and not have floats, I'm getting in somebody's car that's going to be in a parade. How about this? I'll be in a parade. I'll leave it at that. Some way, one way or another, I'll be in that parade. I can promise you I'll be in that parade. Unless, God forbid, something happens. I'll be in, not at, but in the parade, man. Listen, Nick, I love you, bro. Guys, thanks for watching, man. Stay up, stay faithful. Always keep it nitty-gritty. Enjoy y'all summers, man. It's going to be really fun. It's going to get really hot. First day of the summer, longest day of the year. Have a good day, man. Thanks for watching. Peace.